Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in to another episode of the 757 Renaissance Man Podcast. I have Mr. Yuri Williams with us today, and uh, we're going to talk about black superheroes. So how are you doing today, sir? I'm great. I'm great. I'm living. Thank you, plan. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So let's tell the people a little bit about yourself. Yeah, my name is Yuri Williams from uh, Los Angeles, California. Um currently uh, employed as uh, with the probation department. I service uh, youth that are incarcerated with mental illnesses. I've been doing that for 22 years and uh, uh, I also have a nonprofit where I service uh, the community, uh, ill children, veterans, seniors, um, just anybody in need of uplifting. Yeah, man. And one of the things that made me reach out to you, I heard you tell your story. And um, so I've been a cardiac patient since I was three years old. And um, and I know I'm getting a little bit ahead of the story, but I want to thank you because when I was in the hospital, it was a dude like you that came through to make sure that I was, my spirits was uplifted. Because when you come through, when you go through something like that, especially as a kid, you know, your mental state really affects your recovery. Right. So with that said, I want you to tell the people some of the things that you do. Well, uh, I started with um, uh, the houseless community because uh, the, the outbreak of houselessness in Los Angeles is probably the number one uh, home of homelessness, houselessness. Um, I've been to all 50 states and we are number one and it's getting worse and worse every day. But how I started was uh, I lost my mom. Uh, to cancer in 2009 and you know I fell into a state of depression I never knew what depression was I've seen it at the kids you know at the kids that I work with you mm-hmm. know them going through depression and it hit me hard when she passed away because uh you know I didn't know what to do you know what I'm saying this this was a person I was closest to see every day call every morning before work so when she passed away I just like you know I lost myself you know I fell into this whole my bad. Go ahead. No problem. You know, I'll be talking to you like this, and then, you know, I go home and hear a song from her that she liked or, you know, think of something, and I'll just start crying, you know. And this was going on for a five-year period. So during this time when um, uh, coworkers, you know, teamed up together and got me some time to uh, vacation time so I could, you know, get myself back together, a good three to four months, you know, and I appreciate them for that, and I'll never forget that. And when that happened, you know, I realized, you know, people do care about me. You know, they, my mental state wasn't all there, but, I, you know, I just carried on and carried on. And what something really hit me when I returned to work that first day. During this time, I didn't have uh, Instagram or Facebook. And yeah. I created this Instagram page. And, you know, the first person that popped up was uh, Officer Tommy Norman. 
who is a uh, police officer in North Little Rock, Arkansas, who polices during the day and he's still in the community during the day helping. And when he's off, he's still out there, you know, helping his community. And then, you know, that kind of stuck with me because I was doing a similar thing, you know. Then uh, uh, the second person that popped up was Hip Hop Trooper, who loves hip hop and uh, a big Star Wars fan. And he dresses up as a red stormtrooper. And, you know, that just hit me because I love comic books when I was a kid and I love hip hop. And, you know, I got these two gentlemen. Just It's just crazy how they just came back to back like that, you know, doing positive things. And then, you know, I sat there and watching these videos laughing and then, you know, it brought me, you know, I got rid of my tears when I was crying that, that morning before I called my mom, you know, and realized that she wasn't there and had to tell the job, you know, give me an hour so I get myself together. So while I'm looking at these videos, uh, I said, you know, I do these these similar things that these guys are doing. So I took all of these two and myself and I put them together. And then that's when I created this nonprofit out of my mother named the Future Superhero and Friends. So uh, I bought a Spider-Man costume because that was the first uh, superhero that I looked up to. You know, he wore a mask and you didn't know who he was, but he was, you know, doing kind acts and saving people. And that mask, I mean, you know, just hiding. I didn't want to be let people know who I was. I wish I would have never took the mask off to let people know who I was. You know, I'm not here to get credit for doing all these acts and all this stuff. I just want people to see what I'm doing and, you know, get out there and inspire you to do the same thing. So on this particular day, when I first started this, you know, I got the screen accurate costume. I think that first costume was like $1,500. I mean, it's not no Toys R Us costume. Right. This is yeah. the real deal movie thing, you know. So my mom always told me, you know, when you go out, you got to look your best. So I went out and got the highest and the best that I could. So I went out there. These kids are loving it. These are kids from um, a 5K walk that I went to uh, out here. And these kids are loving it. And, you know, they that's their hero. And these kids are, you know, some of these kids have um, cancer, or battling cancer. They went through cancer. And, you know, I'm just happy to be there to uplift them and, and tell them to keep fighting, you know, and I'm, it's sweating. It's like a hundred and some degrees and I can barely see out of this thing. You know what I'm saying? And right. I'm walking all around and, you know, I'm with my friend and I told her, you know, I can't see, but she's like, well, let's go home. I'm like, nah, I got to make sure all the kids see me, you know, whatever, make their day. So there was a family before I left that I ran into, uh, Diego Anzures is his name. Uh, he had a form of uh, DIPG, which is a uh, brain cancer. Uh, he's no longer with us, but I made sure that was the first family I met that I was able to help his family, you know, transition into uh, knowing that their child is not going to be here uh, in the future, you know, because I went through it with my mom and I, that, that feeling, I didn't want, you know, I don't want them to feel that, you know, so right. yeah. uh, I dressed up for his birthday party. Uh, I took him and his family to um, a Marvel show over here at Staples Center. I, uh, we bought out the movie theater for him and his family to see Spider-Man, you know, and some other kids that were battling cancer. And I just wanted him to be a comfort with people that are battling like him. And, you know, he passed away, but, you know, his mom and his family, I was there at the hospital always going to visit him. But his parents, you know, they were so grateful and thankful that I was there to help them. And I will never forget that because, you know, I, I had that same help when I was transitioning when I lost my mom, you know, and, hey. It's just, it just, when I, after that day, you know, I just felt this weird energy, man, like, uh, 
I don't know what, just like a blonde, uh, what's that movie? The Last Dragon. Uh, <laughs> right, Bruce Lee right. Bruce Lee and man, I was just like, dang, this this how it feels to to give back and help. And ever since that day, man, I have not looked back. I have not been depressed. I've been out here helping people during the pandemic. You know, I put my life on the line, and and I was still out here helping people. You know, and that's what my mom taught me. And and I'm and I'm not gonna stop until my last breath. Yeah, man. Yeah. So that was a lot. And I, I so it's like you're making the transition from. It's like any good superhero story, that was your origin story. That was, and it's real ironic that it was Spider-Man. So yeah. that kid and that experience was equal to the, the radiation, the um, spider with the radiation that bit Peter Parker. Right, right. So that's, right. and then you getting your aura, that is you actually realizing your true identity. Yeah. And, you know, I found my purpose through through losing my mother, you know, that's a negative, but I turned that into something positive, you know, and I'm hopefully looking down and just, just thankful, you know. So because- do you think that it's no coincidence that you chose Spider-Man? Because if you think about the spider, it would be no Spider-Man if he didn't lose his uncle. Right, right. That's true. That is the truth. That is the truth. So, yeah, man, superheroes are real. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I Like I said, I wish I didn't have to, uh, you know, show my face and just have these kids wondering, like, who is this person behind this mask? You know, and I try not to, hide, you know, show my face until after the whole thing is over so they don't know who it is, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. So it's funny, and I relate to the whole um, superhero thing. Um, I have what's called an LVAD, and it's a left mm-hmm. ventricle assist device. So basically, I have a mechanical heart. So with that, I relate to Tony Stark, where wow. and if you think about Iron Man, he has um, the art reactor, and my right. LVAD is my art reactor that lets me go through life and do things. And at a certain right. extent, I consider myself a superhero because it take it would take a lot to kill me. <laughs> <laughs> we got to sh- change your name to Sean, Sean Iron Starks. Man. <Yeah>. So yeah, I uh, I really I really appreciate what you do. And like I said, I was a kid that was sick in the hospital. And it was people like you that came through with the costumes and and people take it for granted. But that's that's a really big thing that you do for people. Um, you know, it gives them hope and gives them other things to to think about. And I gotta tell you, I've perused your Instagram. And that, yeah, I knew when you said that, you know, your first costume was $1,500. I know you don't play because I've seen your Mandalorian costume. Yeah, that was, that was even more, man. I ain't even going to tell you how much that one was, but (laughs) I mean, it's not, it's not the cost or the price. It's just, that's what, that's what I I found my purpose. And I just prayed that soon I'll be able to just do this completely every day. That would, that would satisfy me every day is to make, you know, somebody happy, you know, in a hospital or a senior or a veteran, a houseless person, just anybody, just, just uplift humanity. And that's, that's what we need right now. So let me ask you this. You do have a nonprofit. Do you have any ways or any processes in place where people can donate to you and help you out? Yes. You can visit our website, uh, www.afuturesuperhero.org. Um, all the donation uh, links are there as well as the videos and 
everything you can see, all the work that I'm trying to do, and I appreciate anybody's help. Even if it's a penny, I tell people, you know, it adds up and it, it helps for us to continue to do what we do. All right. So what other superheroes would you like to be? Uh, I'm working on uh, Black Panther. Uh, that's, that's, that boy is about uh, almost $4,000. Um, I mean, it, it's, it looked just like the same thing. I can't wait to get that one to honor uh, uh, the real Black Panther, you know. And uh, I want to get, I want to create my own character. You know, there's a character I want to create um, that just has a, a, a pair of socks and the, uh, an accessory um, belt for the houseless community, a, a cane for, you know, blind people. I just want to hit, be able to hit with this character every aspect and you know every person that's battling something in life you know and i'm, I'm gonna get that create create that character uh real soon do you think that you know you your reach is more than just kids and it's adults too oh yeah uh you'd be surprised how some of the parents are more excited <laughs> than the kids you know it's like a relief and i like i chose you know my mom always told me you know do there's people out here doing all doing the same thing, but you have to come and do something different. And that's when I decided to wear this costume when I visit the uh, houseless community. And they, you know, they fell in love with it because it, it brings you back to your childhood. You know, everybody knows who Spider-Man is growing up from the 60s to now, you know, and all these new characters coming along. I want to be able to get all these characters and just, just be able to use them in a way to uh, help people, you know, cope with something that they're going through, you know, and you know, it's crazy. I wear these costumes and I'm, I'm visiting children with autism and they they fall in love with it. The parents, this one lady reached out to me and said her, I was delivering baby Yodas for Christmas and uh, delivered, I think, 75 up and down California coast, uh, you know, during pandemic. And her daughter and her son, they, they didn't talk or whatever because, you know, they were autistic and they have something else, um, some other element or uh, illness, you know, and after I left, there's a baby Yoda and you tap it and it starts talking. So after I left, like the next day, she told me that the kids would kept saying, baby Yoda, baby Yoda, like they started talking. And then, you know, now they're starting to talk as they become older and open up more. And I don't know if it's from that visit, but I'm just glad I was able to, you know, help bring some joy to them that day. Yeah, man. It's awesome when you find your purpose, man. Right. 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 There's no other feeling like, man, I'll, I'll be honest with you. I was that five years was it was, it was hell, man. And like I say, I'll sit here and talk to you like this. We normal. And as soon as I click off from you, it just all red, man. Just you just just tears, you know, and it just uh, I, I couldn't be in that place. You know, I would uh, I would have lost myself. Yeah. And I think a lot of times in our communities, we don't we don't reach out and accept the the, what mental health can do for you. Right. And I think right. it's overlooked. Um, mm -hmm. But in your case, do you feel like, you know, that was your way of dealing with it, of healing yourself? Yeah. You know, uh, I always say it's a distraction. Um, I deal with these youth that are mentally ill and I use some of the tactics on the street that I use with these kids and it, and it works, you know, and I don't say I'm an expert. I say I'm a specialist because I've been in this field for 22 years and I've been out on these streets for a good 30 plus, you know, so I'm able to understand what some of these people are going through. Just, you know, not people not talking to them and just holding a com simple conversation with people 
you never know what they're going through and, and how it could change their life, you know? Yeah. Yeah, and I, I feel like, you know, in our when I was younger, it was easier because, mm-hmm. you know, people were more approachable. Right. And, and it seems like in today's times, it's hard to, you know, come to somebody in a real way. Right. Um, I don't know, maybe if it's the, the, I don't know. I don't know if it's, because I, I, being an IT person, being a, a computer nerd, uh-huh. I have a love-hate relationship with social media. Right. Where now people don't really talk to each other anymore. Right. Like you can see people in the same family, in the same household, and they won't speak to each other, but they'll text each other. Right, right. This bug is getting on my nerves. <laughs> <laughs> they won't speak to each other, but they will text each other. And, you know, that's it's almost a digression of... Mm-hmm communication right and when you can't communicate with another human that brings in all sort of trouble right i feel feel the same way with with you about that you know i had a discussion with my friend about that like we need to uh pick up the phone more you know i don't Mm. i don't like to do business through text and all that stuff and emails you got to call me on the phone so we can get everything straight you know i don't i don't like to talk in text you know when it comes to certain things, you know, here and there, hi, how you doing? Text is cool, but right. we do need to communicate more, you know? Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Man, I, again, I am, I'm extremely proud of the work that you're doing. Thank so you, tell the people again, how they can get in contact with you, you know, how they can help you. Um, and, um, any last words that you have? Yeah, um, again, the website is www.afuturesuperhero.org or .com, uh, mostly on Instagram at a future superhero or at a future superhero in France, um, Facebook, Yuri Williams. And um, any of the, I, ask, I always tell people, make sure you look at my uh, profile and pictures and videos to see what we actually do. I'm not here to uh, ask for a million dollars or whatever, but it. I'm using my own funds of doing overtime and work to keep this mission going. And with your help, I can help a lot more people. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. So I always end off my episodes like this. If a young Yuri came to you and asked you for the advice, what would you tell him? Young Yuri. Hmm. And I would tell him to, uh, hang around someone older than them that is doing something positive. That's what I, that's what I would tell them because uh, when I grew up, uh, there wasn't a lot of positivity going on. And that's why I chose to uh, help these youth at a young age that are going through, uh, you know, different situations at home and stuff. And I would tell them to make sure you listen to your parents. If you can't, if you don't have parents around, you try to find someone there you can listen to or talk to about what you're going through and see if they can help you. But keep, looking for that person where you can have an outlet so you won't have to hold that uh, that fear, that pain, or whatever you're going through. Man, I got to say from the bottom of my heart, your work really does me good. And it's awesome to see another black man out there in the community doing great things. So don't never take that mask off because that's something that needs to be seen. It's too much negativity about us out here. 
and I see you doing this from a real place. It's just, it's just I'm so grateful to be able to talk to you today. I appreciate you for having me, brother. I appreciate you. And I'm going to come out to VA uh, November after Thanksgiving, so hopefully we can link up and come I on, need to bro. find one. Okay. <laughs> I just need to find one or two kids in VA we can visit and, uh, you know, uplift the spirits for the holiday. Oh, uh, we can make that. We can make that happen. Um, oh. The hospital I go to is um, Norfolk Centera. Uh-huh. And um, I go to the Heart Hospital. There's a main hospital, but then we have one of the biggest children's hospitals out here, um, CHKD, the Children's Hospital of the King's Daughters. So I'm quite sure I can put you in contact with some people, and we can get a popping. And I'll be honored to be able to help you with that. Okay, let's make it happen, brother. That's all I want from you, man. Let's make it happen. All right, bro. Anytime you want, my platform is your platform. You got something going on, hit me up and we'll make it happen. Okay, appreciate you again, Sean. No problem. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in to another episode of the 757 Renaissance Man podcast. You can reach us at 757renaissanceman.com. You can leave a message. You can leave a voicemail. You can watch this episode and you'll be able to get in touch with Yuri. So thank you all for your time. Yuri, man, thank you so much for all that you do. I'm Sean, that's Yuri, and we are out. Peace.